Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 43 The Second Island The second island was beautiful. The sand was golden and sparkled in the sun's light. It was very much a tropical island, the kind of island Dorothy always imagined would actually be nice to be stranded on if she had a good book to read. It had a long beach with a few large rocks. Beside one of the rocks was a small rowboat. Ahead of them was a tree line, consisting of palm trees, mahogany, and strangler figs, among numerous types of wildflowers and a variety of other fruit-bearing plant life. There was something strange about this place, though, and Dorothy could not quite put her finger on it. She felt oddly disoriented here. Her heart began to beat faster than usual, and her head took on a slight dulling ache. She found herself having difficulty thinking, even remembering exactly what it was she was doing here. She knew she was on the island for a reason. She just could not consistently remember why. She looked at Mr. and found herself unable to remember his name. She looked at the lion and jumped a little out of fear before recalling that he was indeed a friend. Mister's name came back to her, as did her goal, but it was still fleeting. She had to keep reminding herself what was going on, where she was, even who she was at times. It was as though she were standing in a cloud of amnesia, Memories coming and going at random times. She decided to keep her state of mind to herself, lest Mr. think she was crazy. A boat, said Mr., breaking Dorothy of her disoriented and worrisome affliction. Should we take it with us? Dorothy contemplated taking the boat with them for a moment before answering. Just leave it. She replied, rubbing her forehead in an attempt to rub her headache away. We should make sure it's safe, or even possible to get it through the jungle before we take it. We'll clear a path and get to the other side. Then we'll come back for it if we need to. She was unsure of this plan. What if they got to the other end of the island? and she had completely forgotten everything. Certainly, in a confused, semi-conscious state of mind, she would be hesitant to follow a talking scarecrow and a lion back to the safety of the boat. Mr. nodded in agreement with her plan. Best not to break it if the island was impassable. They walked all day without incident, Dorothy managing to hide her ailment. The trek across the island was calming, and actually quite pleasant, with reasonably flat terrain. The trees appeared to be just trees, 
and the fruit was delicious, though they still only took what they ate, and only ate what they took. It's beautiful here, said Dorothy, looking around as they made their way across the island. Almost too beautiful, replied Mr. Isn't this the part when something horrifying jumps out and tries to kill us? What? asked Dorothy. Why would you say that? Did you hear something? Do you know something? Did you see something? Why did you say that? No reason, Mr. said. It was just a joke. Are you feeling okay? You seem a little... jumpy. I'm fine, Dorothy said sternly. Let's just keep moving. They arrived at the beach on the other end of the island, and much to Mr.'s surprise, nothing happened. This really was a dream come true. Upon running out onto the sand in joyous disbelief, Mr. noticed something. Maybe this was not a dream come true after all. Dorothy, he said. I... Don't think we're alone. He pointed to a set of footprints in the sand. Dorothy caught up to him and checked for herself. There was indeed a set of footprints. Beside the footprints was another set, and beside those was a set of large paw prints. They all looked around and, to their collective surprise, saw a large rock with a small boat sitting next to it. This... this can't be right, said Dorothy, feeling a strange sense of deja vu. This... looks fam familiar. She rubbed her face in frustration. Mister looked at her with confusion in his painted eyes. Of course it looks familiar. We're right back where we started. Are you sure you're all right? Dorothy simply shook her head and turned back to the jungle. Never mind, let's try again, come on. Several hours later, they found themselves back at the same familiar beach. This can't be right, said Dorothy, feeling a strange sense of deja vu. This looks... familiar. Once again, Mr. looked at her confusion filling his painted eyes. Something was clearly not right with his friend. Yeah, this is where we started. Listen, Dorothy. Come on. Let's try again, Dorothy said, this time even more frustrated. They tried a third time with the same results. They tried a fourth time, and still the same results. The fifth time, they split up, all going separate ways once they got into the middle. As Dorothy wandered alone through the jungle for what seemed like an eternity, she found her hands shaking, her legs wobbling, and her breath becoming short. Her vision blurred, 
and her heart pounded loudly to the point it was all she could hear. It was a somewhat familiar feeling as the vibrant greens of the forest faded into gray, and the sounds became muted. Gasping for air, she collapsed into a broken mess on the forest floor. She closed her eyes and let the world become engulfed by her own personal darkness. She awoke to the sound of her own voice calling her name. Dorothy, it said. Wake up, Dorothy. It's been too long. She opened her eyes and saw herself standing in front of her, staring down at her, judging her. Dorothy was always prone to anxiety, and her anxiety almost always took the form of herself. Usually, it was simply a voice in her head, though when times were particularly rough, it would manifest itself in other ways, such as visions of a far superior, far more powerful Dorothy Gale. Dorothy just looked up at herself. Her vision always looked better. She was a couple inches taller, and her skin was always unblemished and much fairer than her own. Her breasts were larger, her legs smoother, her stomach flatter, and her eyes a vibrant blue and beautiful. When she spoke, it sounded not as others heard her voice but as Dorothy heard her voice, like listening to a tape recording of yourself, only enjoying the sound instead of being taken aback by it. The vision of herself almost always wore a slimming, form-fitting black dress, simple and elegant, and it always accentuated the parts of Dorothy she was most self-conscious about. It was low-cut, and pressed her breasts up, compressing them into perfect spheres on her chest. It was short enough to show off her smooth, creamy white legs, but not short enough to give anyone a glimpse of anything else. The vision's hair was longer than her own, coming down an extra few inches, and instead of black, it took on a dark red tone. Dorothy sat up and looked at her. What took you so long? I would have thought you would have jumped at the chance to return to me long ago. What are you doing? it asked. I'm trying to get to the other end of the island. What does it look like I'm doing? Dorothy answered. Her vision looked all around before resting her eyes on Dorothy once again. It looks like you're going crazy. I'm not going crazy, said Dorothy, rubbing her face. Silly little Dorothy. You are going crazy. What were you thinking, leaving Emerald like that anyway? 
I was thinking I was going to get back home. Back to Kansas. You think anyone there really loves you? They don't. I don't know why you try to convince yourself otherwise. You're a liar. M and Henry love me. Love? Is that what you call it? You are delusional. Why don't you just kill yourself? Forget going home. You're never going to make it back anyway. Just do yourself a favor and kill yourself already. Fuck you. Just take that knife you got from that witch and run it across your neck, quick and almost painless. Why are you here? Dorothy asked as she stood up and looked at her ghost. Her anxiety was like waves in the ocean. At the crest, it was kill yourself. and the trough, it was your weak and pathetic. At the equilibrium, it was silence. Dorothy was always an anxious person, but she somehow managed to keep her anxiety in check since she landed in Oz. Up until now, on this second island, that is. Dorothy, you should know by now, this is what I do. This is who we are. Not we. You, Dorothy said as she started walking once again. Always we. Never you, said the vision. Shut up. Just shut up already screamed Dorothy. If you want me to shut up, you are going to have to kill me. And you know there is only one way to do that. Don't you? I fucking hate you, said Dorothy, as she continued to walk through the jungle. I bet you think M and Henry are looking for you right now, don't you? Mourning your loss? I know they are, said Dorothy as she pushed through the weeds and tall grass. I know they are. Oh, so sad. You think you know things. I've been there, you know. I was just in Kansas, no more than ten minutes ago. And you know what I saw? Dorothy began breathing heavily once again. She only wanted this apparition to stop talking, to shut its foul mouth. Of course you know what I saw. You've seen it already. You've seen a lot of things already, haven't you? You know what goes on there. And you know no one is missing you. Dorothy did not want to listen to any more of this and began running. You can't escape me, Dorothy. 
No matter how hard you try, you cannot escape me. Because escaping me would be escaping yourself. And since you refuse to just fucking die, you are stuck with me. Dorothy fell to the ground, gasping for air. She found herself outside of the jungle and once again on the beach. Mister and the lion were waiting by the boat. Upon seeing the frazzled Dorothy, they ran to her aid and helped her back to her feet. Are you okay, Dorothy? asked Mister as they walked to the boat. Dorothy, breathing heavily, looked behind her. Her evil twin, nowhere to be seen. Dorothy, repeated Mister. Are you okay? What happened? Dorothy, still breathing heavily, looked back in front of her once more, fixing her eyes on the boat. We should be on the other side of the island. And it should be dark. Why hasn't the sun moved? What the fuck is going on here? Frustration and fear filled her voice as she looked at Mr. and the lion, reminding herself that they were friends, not scary monsters to be feared. Something about this place, I, I don't know what's going on, but it's okay, Dorothy, said Mr. I think we all just need to relax a little. No, said Dorothy, her voice cracking. We're not going to relax. We're not going to stop. And we're not going to spend one more minute on this godforsaken island. She grabbed the boat and began dragging it into the water. Dorothy, Mr. said, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm going back to Emerald, she said without looking at him. I can't do this anymore. This place. This fucking place. It's maddening. Don't you feel it? Don't you fucking feel it? It's maddening. Mr. Ran to catch up. But we've come so far. You have come so far. And now you're just giving up? This isn't even the worst thing that's happened to us. Look, mister, said Dorothy. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe everything leading up to this moment has been a sign. And we've just been too fucking stupid to see it. You think Glinda lives clear the fuck out here? Beyond out here? Because she wants visitors? Of course not. She doesn't want to see me. She doesn't want to help me. 
That's why she is out there. Not right here. That's why this stupid island is impossible to travel. I'm going back to Emerald. And you're welcome to join me if you want. She got the boat into the water and climbed in. The lion caught up and joined her. Mister stood outside the craft, the water rolling over his feet. He could not believe what he was hearing. He put a hand on the boat and looked at his friend. We cannot turn around now, Dorothy. Dorothy returned to the look the boat rocking in the shallow water of the still sunny beach. Mister was right. Of course he was right. As she looked at him, she noticed something. The trees in the tree line were glowing gold. She looked back into the ocean. Nothing but clear skies and blue Water. Get in the boat, mister, she said calmly. Are you sure? Are you really sure you want to do this? I'm sure. Just get in the damn boat. <laughs> <laughs> 